Welcome to episode 17 of Collector's Quest. Today, Kat and I talk about rare sports games because that big sports ball game is on this Sunday. Stay tuned. Sports go sports. I promise I really totally care who wins. If there's a net or a hoop or a hole in the ground, I hope they get it. Hi, and welcome back to another edition of Collector's Quest. I'm Kat here with Johnny. Good evening, Kat. Well, that was very formal. <laughs> Yes, I I like to be very formal when we start the podcast because it's going to break down shortly thereafter, so I might as well start on the right foot. Okay, well, good evening to you also. (laughs) A very good evening to you, madam. (laughs) So this will be the theme of tonight's podcast, a very formal recap of some stuff. (laughs) Yeah, we're, we're in our in our ball gowns. That's me. I'm in a gown. Cat is in a tux. And we are we are ready to go out on the town. We're dressed to the nines and ready to start this podcast. Okay, so while we're dressed to the nines, what are we going to chat about? Well, the big sports ball game is on this weekend. <laughs> you probably don't know much about it. Maybe you do. Do you know about the big sports ball game? Um, I'm going to confess this now. My sports knowledge is a little bit limited. Okay. I know there are balls and nets and various other things, fields, lines. So, yeah, just just take it easy on me. <laughs> you just described a Saturday night of my youth that had nothing to do with sports. Oh, okay then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be something to think about. <laughs> yeah. Well, so far tonight, I've we've just described that as something horrible. And I also said I'm in a ball gown. So... Uh, see, that's why we start off formal, because see how quickly it breaks apart. Well, you can fill me in on some possibly much-needed sports knowledge, maybe? I, I don't think we need to fill you in, but we are going to talk about rare sports games, because the Super Bowl is this Sunday. For some of you who might care, most people here in America at least are very excited. I'm not really one of them. I, I do watch sports, and I do enjoy football, however... My team is horrible, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, well, hopefully it will recover for you, and you will feel a little bit better sitting there in your ball gown. Yes. Well, you know, it's it's tied in places I didn't expect it to be tied in. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we'll move right along. So, we're going to talk about, since the Super Bowl is happening, we figured we would touch on some rare sports games, right? Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good thing to you? Yeah, that sounds like a great thing. Um, kind of an idea of things to keep your eye out for. Um, sports games are kind of one of those funny things. I've come across some during my collecting that have been worth uh, a decent amount for next to nothing. I find they've been the games that I've probably found the best deal on because people sometimes just assume sports games really aren't worth anything. Right, and a lot of them aren't aren't worth anything. You find a lot of bulk titles. But even as a, a, a lady who does not like sports, you do understand that some of them can be worth some money. And you've kept your eye out and you've you've done a good job of finding them. So we're just going to let's go system kind of by system. We're not going to go through every most expensive sports game. We're just going to touch on a few, maybe one, two for each system and kind of move through pretty quickly. And we'll keep this episode kind of short. All right. Well, I'm going to start with NES um, because one of the systems that I'm most familiar with. Um, so I kind of went. Go I was ahead. going to say we we got to throw up the caveat. Throw up the caveat about what we're not talking about. Okay. So we're going to put that out there. We're not going to talk about stadium events or any sort of fitness 
cart dance aerobics kind of things. We're staying away from them. Yes, we know stadium events exist. So just for somebody who might say, well, you didn't mention it. There we go. We mentioned it. <laughs> right. We're not talking. We're also not going to talk about Exertainment Mountain Bike Rally. We're not going to talk about Cyberbike. We aren't going to talk about Outback Joey. All these weird fitness games. We're not counting them as sports. Now, on to Ness. Cat, go. Okay, so I went with um, kind of four topics that are kind of up there a little more in price or things that you don't come across as often. Um, definitely good things to keep your eye out for. Um, my first being Tecmo Cup Soccer, um, which is actually one that uh, I lucked into at a good deal because uh, it just kind of got thrown in with the rest of the sports games. So a good one to keep your eye out for. Also, Jimmy Connors Tennis, if you uh, need to know another tennis game to add to your collection or just feel like playing some tennis on NES. I've never played it. Maybe it's fantastic. It is. Who knows? It isn't? No. <laughs> I'm not missing anything. <laughs> no, you, you're, you're not really missing anything on that one. All right. Um, also, Dusty Diamonds um, and Pro Sport Hockey. Yes, weirdly for for the Nest, that one I think it was a later release one, so it's kind of expensive and a little bit rare. On the Super Nintendo though, common as dirt. Okay, interesting. Yep, super common. Something I did not know. Yep. So is that is that it for the Nest games? That's all I picked out for uh, our original Nintendo. I think those are kind of the ones that are at the higher uh, price point. Um, so definitely my top four to kind of keep your eye out for. If you come across them at a good price, definitely, definitely pick them up. Right. And I will say, I'll, I'll just tack on a little bit to that. Some of the sports games for the Nintendo uh, black box games... Those can be expensive if they're complete and in very nice condition. Condition on the black box yes. games uh, goes a long way into defining the price. So you can look at eBay closed auctions, and it doesn't really give you a true picture, and you can check video game price. You're not going to see it accurately. What people pay for for like a mint golf is a lot different than what they pay for just an okay-shaped golf. But like soccer and volleyball can be a little bit expensive, especially the Mattel ones, as Cat knows up in Canada can fetch a yes. little bit more too. So that's just one other thing to look out when you're looking at Nest sports games, but complete only cart ones aren't, aren't really a big deal. No, but the black box ones, I like the way they look. I like the way they look in the shelf. So definitely you're right. Good point. Definitely good thing to watch out for, uh, uh, complete and like you said, if we can get the Mattel logo, it just makes it so much prettier. Yeah. I, I do love the Mattel logo. <laughs> I do. Some people hate it. No, I, I like it. I think it looks great. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go right up to Super Nintendo. And Super Nintendo is one of these weird systems because it has it has games and their prices are all over the place. And Super Nintendo is seems like it's spiked and everything is just kind of expensive. Even, even the games that aren't that expensive are too much money for Super Nintendo right now. So let, let's get some of the big ones out of the way. Uh, Hurricanes, which is like a weird soccer game that was maybe a hundred bucks you know a year ago and now it's like three hundred dollars sometimes you see it for when it's complete in box and the cart was like ninety nine dollars or ninety nine nineteen dollars forever forever and ever and just now i've noticed it's starting to go up so if you see one even if you're just into the cart maybe go ahead and pick that up super copa a lot of people debate super copa um 
they'll say it's not part of the you know American library because it's a Brazilian game. When people say a game from Brazil or South America is not a part of the American library, it, you know, I hesitate because South America is an America. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's getting really technical here. Yeah, um, and it's not like it's not like Nintendo's like this is we have this one weird Brazilian library. Only for Brazil. It's not like PAL, you know, or Japan. It's like when you try and separate Canada out of American games. You're like, well, that was... No, there's no game you're like, that was only released in Canada. That I'm So I'm not breaking that out. I count Super Copa. There are two versions of it. There's the Playtronic and then the regular version. They, ha- they do have different covers. They're both between two and $400. I've seen the regular version. Uh, which is like a blue and white uh, text on it, and it it goes. Sometimes it's like four hundred dollars. Sometimes it's three thousand. A lot of these can be faked, so people get weird. The pricing on this game is all over the place, so be careful. But if you're just looking for the card, it's usually around a hundred bucks. But box games vary pretty wildly on that. And then again, more soccer. So when we start talking about the big football game, it should be football. Uh, because it's all soccer here. And we have the International Super Soccer Series. Um, so International Superstar Soccer and International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. Uh, both games, pretty expensive, kind of rare to find. And really hard to find the boxes for those. They're always trashed. I I don't know if I've ever seen a nice one. So again, this is one of those games that becomes even more expensive and harder to find when you when you start considering the condition. And I think that's a pretty fair overview of the most expensive, hardest-to-find Super Nintendo ones. Granted, the Super Nintendo library is large, and a lot of them can be up to $100 or more. You might say, like, Oscar, um, which is kind of like a kid's game, gets ranked up there. You know, there's some other weird ones, but that's kind of where I'm going to cut it off for Super Nintendo. Okay, well, a good good uh, list to kind of keep your eye out for, and, and then it's nice to kind of have a recap for, like, different systems and what to look for, because it can be overwhelming trying to figure out which sports games are worth something and which are just, you know, crap. Yeah, well, the Super Nintendo ones, basically anything that's sequential is how you can look at it, uh, except this international superstar soccer's. But if it's, like, Madden 95, 96, 97, 98, NBA Live, that kind of stuff, not so much. Soccer tends to fetch a higher price, so always take a, an extra look at the soccer games. You can usually avoid the basketball games and the football games because they usually aren't worth anything. Some of the tennises, basketball and baseball games, though, usually usually on the lower end. So if you're if you're making a hard and fast rule and you get pinned down and you've got a you think you've got to pick the rare one, go with a soccer game. Interesting. Good to know things I didn't know. Why don't we bump over to 8-bit again, and let's let's look at the Master System. Okay, well, the Master System is fairly easy, um, one to look out for, and that is Buster Douglas Boxing, and it's certainly uh, one that is a little bit more pricey if you're looking to get it complete. Um, one closed on eBay uh, a couple months ago for $350. So if for some reason you come across that at a good price, um, definitely, definitely, definitely worth it. Yeah, for sure. Buster Douglas is the one. I mean, that that is pretty much 
like the Master System game of note, right? Aside from Sonic with a sticker on the box, it's Buster Douglas all day long. Yeah, that was kind of the gold ticket for me in, in, in that collection. So that's your one to look out for. So I guess that list on that one makes it pretty short. Right. So I guess now we should move over to the Sega Genesis and back to 16-bit. And the Genesis is pretty easy, too. There's not much going on. These sports games are a little more interesting on the Genesis that are worth money. Mutant League Hockey, especially with the cards, can fetch a pretty good price, kind of rare. It's also a fun game, so it's not only rare, it's also popular. Same goes with Mutant League Football. These are games that you know, aren't the rarest of the rare or anything, but they're fun and desirable, and you know they're pretty... They're, unique in the realm of sports-style games. Uh, so they, they bring in non-sports fans. That's why they are popular. And then the only other thing really... Oh, on, interesting. Yeah, the only other thing like on Genesis to really look for is John Madden Football 93 Championship Edition. And people usually end it there, but there are actually two versions of this game. One was a blockbuster rental only, and one was a mail-away. So one will have the rental exclusive sticker on the front and I think on the manual, and the other one does not. I'm not sure if it's a sticker or just it's a print, but you can tell it's in the lower left-hand corner. Either way, both of them usually fetch around the same price. The non-rental one is a little bit harder to find. Therefore, when we're saying long-term, it's going to be worth more and more rare to find. But both of them are, you know... The price on that game fluctuates. I've seen it go from $50 to $150, so it can be all over the place. But if you see one, sometimes it gets lumped in with Madden games. And like I said, most of the time, people who do know don't think about sports. So sometimes you can find a deal on this specific version of John Madden Football 93. It's not in the typical white box. It has kind of a gold packaging that it's in, like a a really dull gold or or not bronze, but brass color. Oh, interesting. I see all things that I didn't know. I'm going to know every other um, sports game to, you know, keep my eye out for now. Yeah. Well, great. You just take that to the bank, Kat. Yeah. Yeah. Just what I wanted, a whole game room of sports. So we kind of covered uh, the major consoles in 8 and 16-bit. Why don't we hit some of the portable ones? Why don't you run us through what you know on the Game Boy and Game Boy Color? Okay. Well, there are a couple... um, that I have some idea about um, on Game Boy Color International Superstar Soccer 99. Um, it's a little bit more pricey. Uh, don't get it confused with the PAL one because it's not worth anything. Right. So there's a big price difference uh, there. Um, uh, All-Star Baseball 99, I believe, is another one that is a little bit more expensive. Is that Game Boy or Game Boy Color? Game Boy. Okay. And International Soccer ISS, if I'm right, uh, on Game Boy also, um, can be a little bit more expensive. Yeah, so those ISS games seem like the the soccer games to find. Yeah, it it seems to, you're right, there does seem to be a kind of, uh, a lot of soccer that we're going through. Yes. Um, That International Superstar 99, that one you can find, uh, it's rare, just the cart, but correct me if I'm wrong here, but isn't it? almost impossible to find boxed. Yeah, I was having a good look when, uh, you know, doing some research on sports games, and I haven't come across any that I've been able to find boxed, other than PAL ones, been able to find PAL ones, but um, any of the uh, North American ones have been just the cart, and uh, yeah, I haven't seen a boxed one yet. 
uh, callback to when we interviewed Nick, who is the VGDB on Instagram. I think that was the last game he got for Game Boy Color to complete that set. Oh, okay, so that would be an interesting thing to find out how much it was because I have no, you know, kind of point of reference of how drastic it is because the trend with a lot of the Game Boy games seems to be that the carts can be expensive, but they are really expensive when they're complete. Right, and I think that's a good statement for Game Boy games, especially original Game Boy games in general, outside of the most common ones. It's super hard to find them in box. I would say out of every system ever ever made from the Nintendo era forward, Game Boy boxes probably got destroyed the most. They were, you know, kids, they were designed, I mean, if Nintendo was for kids, Game Boy's super for kids, and people just tossed those boxes. They just did not keep onto them. It was a portable system, so why would you keep all this extra bulky packaging? Yeah, well, that makes sense, right? Right. So, I, mean, I think you're going to have trouble there. Anything else in the in the Game Boy world we should be looking at? Um... What did we go through here? Um, Elite Soccer, I believe, okay. um, is a little bit more expensive. All right. Um, so those, I guess, lots more soccer games, right? Right. Way more soccer. Yeah, Never so stops. It, it seems to be a trend that a lot of those... Now, I'm sure there are some soccer games, too, on the Game Boy that are inexpensive, but there are definitely some expensive ones. So I guess... A good rule of thumb, always, if you're out somewhere and you see something, especially if it's complete and you're not sure, it's always good to just hop on eBay and, and check because there's a, a good possibility with sports you're going to find something hiding out somewhere. Right. So out of that, I'm going to go into, we're going to talk about some of the other Sega systems we're going to cover real quick. Sega 32X, Sega CD, and Saturn. I'm going to go blow through these ones real quick. Okay, Sega 32X, real easy. It is World Series Baseball with Deion Sanders. That's the game. It's one of the hardest to find out of that very tiny library. It's hard to find complete. You know, again, these ones came in cardboard boxes, so cart you're going to find more commonly, complete in box, getting a little bit harder for that one. That one is usually over $100 all the time. That's the one for 32X. For the Sega CD, there's a few weird ones. Um... Another soccer game for the uh, Sega CD, which is World Championship Soccer 94, kind of, uh, or Championship Soccer 94, I should say. And that's kind of a, a strange one. And then if we get into the Saturn, I mean, there, there's other ones on the Sega CD you could kind of get into. And it, Sega CD, it depends. If a game is in vogue, if people are actively collecting it, it can bump the price of any of the Sega CD games, like NFL Trivia, not really a sports game, but kind of ties into sports. I've seen that go from 25 all the way up to $100 when it's in vogue. So I've seen ESPN, NBA Hang Time go for more than 50 I think when it has the poster, people were like on a tear for it for a little while. So, you know, these games do spike, um, but keep your eye out for them. For Sega Saturn, the the games here... I'll just put this caveat out. You may not consider them sports. You know, I'm, I'm not going to get into the debate of whether it's a sport or a skill. That's, you know, that's up to you to decide. So if you don't consider this, whatever, just know that it's kind of rare. Daytona USA Championship Netlink Edition. This was mail-away only. It's by far the rarest game on the Saturn. 
It's a pain in the ass to find. There's also a, like the same one that's just not a Netlink edition. The disc is a little bit different color, and it just doesn't have a black and white insert. Um, that's the only difference between these games. The main game is the same, but one goes from like being between $500 and $1,000 to a $10 game. So know that if you find that Netlink edition, the championship Netlink edition version of Daytona USA, you've done pretty well. So keep your eye out for that. And then, uh, what is it, Winning Post 99? is also kind of expensive and that is like a, a horse racing game and i guess it's okay just, i guess it's just called winning post for the american one so yeah the winning post games can be kind of hard to find and people like if you looked at it it's got like a weird cover of a jockey on a horse it's kind of like watercolor so you would probably just ignore it if you <laughs> saw it um 3d baseball can also be a little bit expensive on the saturn so there you go a system where we didn't talk about a soccer game. So that's kind of amazing. Well, that is amazing, given the trend of everything else that we have talked about. Yeah. So let, let's not rest upon this break in tradition, but let's revert to tradition. Nintendo 64, what do you got for us, Kat? All right. So then with the N64, it's kind of a short list, but uh, back to soccer with International Super Soccer 2000. Just to add to that long list of soccer games. But we can break with the soccer a little bit. With Super Bowling, definitely a good one to keep your eye out for. Um, I came across it recently. It was a good addition to have because it is one that is certainly climbing up there in price. Yeah, um, bowling for me, definitely not a sport, but it is definitely kind of a hard game to find. And both of these are rental exclusives, which adds to their their price. Another rental exclusive you might consider a sports game, not that expensive, is Razor Scooter. Razor Scooter. <laughs> Yeah, it was a rental, a Blockbuster exclusive. Not very expensive, not very rare, but it is a rental exclusive, so you never know. It, that game is always like 20 bucks in box, and who knows, maybe it'll spike one day. Well, you never know, right? Nope, you don't. Not with that one, anyways. So I will go ahead and I will tackle GameCube real quick. There's one game on GameCube. And it's NCAA College Basketball 2K3. And I don't know the exact story of this, but I think they slowed its production run. And that attributed to this price. I think they slowed or maybe ended it like mid-run or just didn't do a very big run. Because this has been the, the GameCube game that's hard to find for a long time. It hasn't really jumped in price at all. It stayed around 100 bucks, and it's just been there. Other games have started to creep past it. You know, Cube of War, Gotcha Force, Pokemon Box, Metroid Prime and Zelda Combo, those ones have all kind of passed it, even Fire Emblem now, and, uh, you know, Fantasy Star Episode 1 and 2 Plus, all those have, like, creeped past it, but for the longest time, it was just NCAA College Basketball. I feel like that game has just been sitting in, in place and is due for kind of a leap once more GameCube collectors really start getting after it. You know, people are starting, but I still feel like it's the end of the N64, like collecting Surge right now. And when we hit GameCube, I right. think I think that game is due for an increase once people start caring about uh, games like that again. Because right okay. now, you know, it, it hit the Surge when people were completing GameCube, like early adopters wanted to complete sets, and then it cooled off. And then, okay. Yeah, that's and fair. It, it'll it'll be one of those games that gets a rapid catch up, I think, 
later on. And another one just to kind of keep your eye on if you're looking is Disney Sports Football. Actually, all Disney has like a line of sports games on the GameCube. They're all a little bit hard to find. I mean, they're uncommon and they're not rare or anything. But they, one, it's Disney. Two, it's GameCube. It's just this weird combination of, of game that I, I think will spike a little bit too. So if you see Disney sports games for cheap, grab them. You know, might be good for you to pick them up. Don't hoard them or anything. They're not going to fetch you hundreds of dollars. But, you know, if you're looking to complete your set and you find them for a good price or you think you might or find them as trade bait, then, yeah, go ahead and pick a few up. Well, that's good to know. Something I wouldn't have thought to look out for. So that's a really good thing to know. Yeah, well, when I was completing GameCube, I kind of... I went through a lot of GameCube games and I talked to someone who's very knowledgeable and he kind of coached me through like what to look for on GameCube because there's things people are looking at now that they're saying, oh, this is rare and it's like gaining in prices. That's stuff we were talking about, you know, two years ago. Um, And all from his knowledge, not from mine, as he just kind of said, this is what my experience, because he was a very dedicated GameCube collector, uh, what he, he taught to me about it. Okay, interesting. So, yeah, I feel like those things are going to be catching up. And we could get into PlayStation a little bit, and I'll, I'll just talk about PlayStation 1. Any of the uh, ISS games there, the Pro, Evolu- I'm sorry, the Pro Evolution soccer games there can be a little bit. But one of the weird ones to look out for, and that you're not going to find on a price list uh, accurately, is Tecmo, Tecmo World Golf 101 or play 101 Japanese courses or something of this effect. The main title is Tecmo World Golf. And that game, in its long box, there's two versions, but the long box one is kind of rare. It's one of the more rare of the long box games, and people are dedicated collectors of just the long box games. So you will see people pay upwards of $100 for this game. You might also find it for $2 like I did and Kat did. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it is one of those games that I, I have traded out uh, when I found a duplicate for like 20 bucks and then fetched, you know, I gave the guy a deal at like 50, you know, he felt like it was a deal. And for me, it was great because I turned you know, like $5 into or $20 into $50 so it felt right. feels good. But, you know, that's one to definitely keep an eye out for. It's in the weird long boxes too. It's not in the Saturn style boxes. It's the one with the, the hard spine and the, yes. and the plastic hinge and the artwork that's glued and always peels up. So it's, they're in a really shitty box, too. So, again, condition on those. Hopefully they've been kept in a cool place because that adhesive is bound to just peel up. And then, you know, people do glue them back down. But take a look at your game if you buy that because they do a really bad job of re-gluing that a lot of times. And sometimes they damage the art. So be careful of that because people are bad at this and they, they don't know what they're doing. That's one that definitely hung out in my game room for a while before I really knew much about it or knew the fact that it was really of, of any value. It was just a, a long box one that I hadn't really come across, and it was cheap, so I picked it up. But, yeah, it was definitely one that got overlooked for a while. Yeah, a, a lot of collectors are. And PlayStation collecting, for whatever reason, hasn't hasn't really got off to the start I thought it would. I expected PlayStation collecting to kind of be taking off here. And maybe, maybe I'm just kind of out of the loop and I don't know. But it seems like PlayStation games have been pretty subdued for a while. They, they've they been in line for what they've been for a while now. Um, but I, I imagine that has to change. 
Well, I would think with the trend of everything becoming so popular, we would uh, assume, you know, with this big retro gaming craze that we would see PS1 and, and, and PlayStation kind of take a, a hike at some point. Right. Well, I find, like, PS3 stuff, some of it, like, some of the weird exclusives and uh, special edition set and collector's editions did, like PS3 and some of the RPGs, of course. But I don't feel like that middle ground has filled in yet, and I feel like it's got to, right? And one day, when that starts to happen, people are going to start to discover more and more of these weird sports games that came out. And the, that's the way it happens. These sports games fall through the crack because no one cares about sports games after the, after they're out of season. And you'll start to see whichever ones of those were actually kind of short printed or hard to find will start to spike in price. And I expect that to happen, uh, but I don't know. And, and when you look at like pricing on PlayStation 1, 2, and even 3 games, the sports games, they just don't really stick out yet. There's nothing to really say, hey, go out and get this. Same with Xbox. Yeah, well, that's a good point. So it'll be interesting to see how it progresses and if it becomes, you know, maybe PlayStation turns into the next big, you know, Nintendo 64 craze or the Super Nintendo craze. I guess it's kind of hard to say. Right. Uh, One thing I will say is you get some weirdness with the sports games, like the NCAA titles. Uh, A lot of times when it's the last in a series of those, um, like the GameCube one, the basketball one, you get some that fetch higher prices. I don't know what goes on but it's like the last in a series or the best one people will kind of stick with that and keep coming back to it and therefore you'll see like those ones spike like around march Madness. i forget on the xbox and i think the ps3 or the xbox 360 and the ps3 there's one uh an ncaa basketball game and i think it's the last one of the 2k series but it spikes every march or when march madness happens which is the big college basketball time um, and that game suddenly sees a resurge because it was the last one. But again, these systems, these later systems, Xbox and PlayStations, they haven't really filled themselves out yet. They will eventually. Um, same with the Wii. These, once we know, they'll start catching up. There is like a, um, I think a Madden 2009, a breast cancer edition one with a pink ribbon. And I think Brett Favre is on the cover. And that one goes for some money. So if you ever see one of the Pink Ribbon uh, 2009 Maddens uh, for cheap, look for those too. Interesting. Like I said, all my sports knowledge in terms of gaming is going to be through the roof now. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, this has all been pretty off the cuff for me on some of this stuff. Uh, and I'm upset that kind of this much sports game knowledge is rotting in my head. <laughs> like I just, what am I doing with this knowledge? So. Well, there's certainly lots that you know that you know you get to share with everybody else, and certainly I've learned a lot. Um, like I said, I'm sure there's games out there that uh, I still don't know about and have yet to come across. <laughs> right, and they're going to keep coming, and these prices are going to change and stuff. Uh, but we figured we'd give you kind of the rundown. We figured we'd be on theme with uh, the Super Bowl coming up, but we'll we'll. We won't bombard you with sports topics all the time, right, Kat? You don't want to talk about sports with me? No, once a year sounds good. Once a year sounds good, so you don't want to talk about what the Lakers can do post-Kobe Bryant to get them back into playoff contention? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Nope. sure. Nope. You would rather talk about me being in a ball gown than sports games. Is that correct? Oh, that is correct. Any day. (laughs) Just making sure. I think that's going to do it for me, but let's 
Let's go ahead and close how we always close. Kat, what are you playing right now? Um, right now, I'm kind of in between games. It's been a crazy week. I'm, I'm having one of those times where I go into the game room and I'm surrounded by tons of games, and I'm just not sure what to play. Oh, you have gamers lethargy where you're just like, oh, there's so many, you're overwhelmed with choice. Yeah, it's like normally I can go in and pick a game, and, and the past few nights I've kind of wandered in and picked things up and, you know, kind of played around with them a little, but I, I can't seem to have a game where I'm like, I really want to play this, and I, at this point I'm like, I want to play something I haven't played, which there's lots of options, but I can't seem to pick anything. Go go play Sin and Punishment, and you can download it on the Wii U. Oh, well, that's good to know. There we go. It's like 10 bucks. Go do that. I think yeah, you have there to, we go. That, that, that's a good one. Perfect. See, you've solved my my gaming dilemma. <laughs> yeah, uh, personally, I, I'm kind of going through the same thing. I'm also getting ready for the the expo, which I will have been at by the time this go, comes up. So uh, a lot of prep for that. So I've been more reading about all of my doubles than than playing games, unfortunately. But oh, uh, well, it happens sometimes, right? Yeah, I did start Metroid Fusion which is one of the other GBA ones. I just finished Zero Mission, as we discussed, and I have played a little bit of pinball, but uh, of uh, course I have. Yeah, of course. That goes without saying. Right. So that's what I, I've i played, And but what have you bought? Anything? Any new cool additions? Nothing. It's been rather boring lately. There has been really nothing new and exciting, unfortunately, but hopefully that means there is more new things in the near future. Wow, this week sucks for you. So we had to talk about sports, and you haven't played anything, and you didn't even get to buy anything good. No, I, I mean, like, I've played minimal amount of games. I, you know, I popped Kirby in the other night, but I haven't, I'm not, like, invested in playing anything right now, and nothing to, new to buy. What about you? Have you bought anything? I just bought Alien vs. Predator for the Super Nintendo, um, so I was pretty happy about that. I found the box pretty cheap, and then... Um, I found a cart for pretty cheap, too, so that was good. And then I I mentioned last time I bought those Metal Slug games. They finally came in the mail, so I've got some Metal Slug. Uh, those just came today, so I'll be playing those. But hopefully this weekend, oh, awesome. hopefully this weekend I will be able to buy as well as sell, because that's what I really want to do. I, I'm not that invested in selling things. I would much rather be buying things right now. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I would like to have said I had like these wonderful editions. I would like to even have one edition, but it's just not been in the cards. So maybe by the time the next podcast comes up, I'll come up with something fantastic to have acquired. Not even John. John hasn't even found anything. No, John hasn't even found anything. And he usually, if I, if I can't, he can. <laughs> wow. This this is just a bummer of a week for you. I know. On, on the video game you know, I, had, I had a little... Yeah, I had a little glimmer of Kirby in there. You know, that that was good. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's just not working for me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's hope for better things next week. And I'm going to go ahead and sign us off. Everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for tolerating one week of sports. Follow us on Instagram. Kat, where are you? I'm at Catsylvania, K-A-T-S-E-L-V-A-N-I-A. And I'm Johnny underscore Iucci. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y underscore I-U-C-C-I. And you can also find my blog at GameOverJohnny.com. Thanks for listening. And if you have show ideas or if you think you would be a great guest, go ahead and let us know. And we'll talk to you next time. Good night.